You can be more sustainable in every single aspect of your life. We, we touched on the veganism thing, like that's huge, but even just reducing waste, like looking in your garbage can, like looking in your recycling bin and being like, how much of this could I have avoided? It's just everything. Hello and welcome to another episode of TMG Unfiltered. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about life outside the blog and whatever we really feel like. Today's episode is a pretty special episode because we actually have some guests (laughs) on the show today. We have Michael and Eric from Sustainabus. So I would love for you guys to introduce what you're this project that you're working on because it's so interesting and I know that you'll explain it way better than I could. (laughs) No problem. Um, So basically we bought a school bus, uh, like a full-length school bus, and uh, we've converted it into a sustainable house. Um, It's not finished yet, but um, we're probably like 85% of the way completed. Uh, And then the plan is to travel from Alaska to Argentina and basically over two years is sort of our our plan yeah and what inspired this whole idea to get the bus um i kind of just had seen people do it with like vans for uh like a long time and that was kind of i was gonna get the van and do that um i was actually training as a skeleton athlete at the time and i thought i'd do that to go to different races Mm -hmm. and then that wasn't really panning out so i was like well if i get a full-length school bus there's so much more you can do with it you can be way more creative so uh, i got the that bus and then uh, Michael came back from BC and uh, we've been working on it for about he's been here for about a year working on it and I've been working on it for about two years that's so cool I've been so fascinated by like mobile homes and this whole like van life movement it is so cool so I'm very excited to see how your bus turns out in the end but I'm curious about this whole sustainability and veganism thing so like which came first the chicken or the egg sustainability Um. Like a passion for that or veganism? For me, it was definitely sustainability. Like I didn't really uh, know that sort of being vegan, like there was that part to it, that it was sustainable. And then kind of when I found that out, it was like I'd opened Pandora's box and like Mm -hmm. there was just no going back. Like I came from a very meat and potatoes family Mm -hmm. and like I was eating paleo at the time. So it was like meat was a very like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. heavy yeah. aspect yeah. of it so it was quite a, a di- everything's around meat in the paleo diet right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that for me at least it was definitely sustainability yeah. yeah me as well i mean like i only went vegan a few months ago uh like two three months ago me too yeah <laughs> so like i just yeah i was like I, we've always both kind of thought about like sustainability and, and the environment and like wanting to do better for it but mm-hmm. um yeah, definitely the sustainability came before the veganism. So how long have you been vegan for? Um, I sort of, un, like, I've been unofficially vegan okay. for probably uh, three years okay. now. So, like, um, I've, like, eaten, like, meat and dairy over that course of time. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't been, like, perfect. Yeah. But um, I've been probably, like, 95% okay. for, for that amount of time, yeah. It was a slow transition at first, like, yeah. vegetarian for a couple months and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Honestly, I think that's the easiest way to do yeah. it and the best way to do it. Yeah. That's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. slow transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been, I mean, he's been cold turkey, basically. So. Yeah. I, that's yeah. how I did it as well. Yeah, I went just straight over. Yeah, I did, I've been vegan for four years now, but I just kind of overnight was like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Was that hard to just like... 
not not really. I I just I did my research and stuff, right? Yeah. And like I've always kind of been interested in nutrition and that kind of thing. So it was like it was kind of just a pretty seamless transition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I guess when you already kind of have that interest in sustainability and stuff, it mm-hmm. just it makes more sense. Yeah, it comes easy when you're doing it for something, right? Like, exactly. Like that's how I feel about it too, because I always think about the animals so much. <laughs> and I think if I was just doing it for myself, I wouldn't really stick with it. Yeah. But then I look at them, I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat that. I like you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are way too cute. <laughs> so I'd really love to explore this whole like sustainability in general because I feel like it's something that people hear about all the time but they don't really understand what it means to make sustainable choices and help our world in that way. So can you guys give like a beginner's intro to how to live more sustainably? Like, Where do you even start? Everywhere like there's every, you can be more sustainable in every single aspect of your life yeah. you know what I mean like um we, we touched on the veganism thing like that's huge uh but even just reducing waste, like looking in your garbage can, like looking in your recycling bin and being like, like how much of this could I have avoided? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, Choosing different modes of transportation. Like it's just everything like, you know? Yeah. Uh, I guess like a thing like research, like doing your research, uh, like as a tip, if you are trying to become more sustainable, like, um, and just kind of trying to keep it on your mind like that, um, that can definitely help. Like, you think about it more often so that when you go to Starbucks, you're not, you know, getting the disposable cup, Mm -hmm. you're bringing Mm -hmm. your own. Mm -hmm. And like being, I think, uh, proactive in a lot of your choices is important because, you know, a lot of those things that are really wasteful are things that you get because it's convenient and like, oh, you didn't, you don't have like a cup with you. So like, okay, I'm going to get the Tim Hortons cup and maybe making that decision not to or bring your own cup is, mm-hmm. is kind of like those kind of things are great. Or punish yourself by not getting coffee at all. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll never forget your reusable <laughs> cup again. Oh, yeah. that's so true. I should <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah. I should totally do that. Was there something that like triggered the sustainability for you guys? Like was it something where you looked in your garbage and realized how much you were producing and all of a sudden you decided you needed to make that change? Uh, it wasn't anything like that for me. I did a lot of um, canoe tripping um, for this camp when I was in university. Um, and I just kind of like in doing that, um, found this like great passion for the environment. And, um, after that it was kind of, yeah, I would say it was more of a transition, not kind Mm -hmm. of an aha moment for me. So I honestly learned a lot of it from Eric. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Like we'd always talked about that kind of thing, but, uh, when I came back from BC, like you just, he's just living it. So that was like inspiring, but also like very informative like he's like a good resource you know he's my mm-hmm. best friend so like um any like any question that i have like it's just very accessible like yeah. when you're surrounded by people that care about it too right mm-hmm. oh yeah that's how i use Catherine. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was your vegan resource exactly just ask her any questions yeah <laughs> so I want to kind of go back to the bus a little bit. How are you guys building it so that it is sustainable? Because it's a big vehicle. There's a lot going on in there. So what are you doing to make it sustainable? Yeah, so there's uh, a ton of things we're doing. Um, One of the bigger things is that we're converting it to uh, waste veg oil. So uh, it's right now it's a diesel engine, but um, we have sort of the conversion kit. And that's one of the things we're going to be working on uh, this coming month is uh, making it run off waste veg oil. So basically you can go to like any restaurant, you get their oil, 
uh, and you can run it off that. So that's uh, a carbon neutral form of travel. Um, so that's definitely a big one, especially when we're on our trip. Yeah. Um, we're going to have um, a biogas digester. So basically taking all our compost, uh, you basically have it in this anaerobic tank and then you can use the methane that that creates to uh, like cook your food. So uh, you burn that and then it's completely off grid. So um, we have solar panels on the roof and a wind turbine and like so all of our electricity that we use for lights or um, cooling um, like anything is going to be uh, awesome. off that. Yeah, like all of the wood minus like, a couple pieces. Um, mm. We got it all from like old pallets and awesome. or like found it like recycled. Um, so that was a big thing. Um, we also have a composting toilet on the bus. So um, basically don't have like a, you don't have gray water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it saves about 8,000 liters a person per year wow. using a composting toilet. So it's Whoa. a big water saver. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah, also going to... And gonna... our, our poo makes soil. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have uh, like water collectors mm-hmm. like along the side to collect rainwater. Um yeah, those are some so some cool. other things that we've got going on. So, so how has it been finding all these different materials? Like, it seems, sounds like it's from all over the place. Kajij. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the perfect website. Yeah. Also time-consuming. It definitely adds to things. Yeah. Um, even just, like, with the wood, because, like, a lot of it isn't, like, you know, your perfect straight two-by-four anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Some of it's rotting. There's nails everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Ruin your saw blades. And like, <laughs> yeah. So then like maybe it's just like a little bit warped in some spots. So like it just made things a little bit more time consuming to yeah. build, but like definitely worth it. So that's probably one of the things that can sometimes turn people off of doing things that way is because you have to go find it on Kijiji and <laughs> then you have to hope that you can work with it. Yeah. And but you guys probably have some really good Kijiji hacks now. <laughs> oh yeah. Finding that kind yeah, of stuff. I have like saved searches and like I get notifications if something comes up for things like the wind turbine I actually got off Kijiji as well mm-hmm. um, and the composting toilet well, both of those but like I had saved searches and the moment something yeah. came up it was like I could get on it so. Nice find everything on Kijiji. Yeah. That's actually that's probably a very smart resource to share with people too afterwards to tell them how to find things on yeah. Kijiji. Yeah, because like yeah, that's that's one way to reduce waste too, right? Like yeah. not mm-hmm. buying new things, <laughs> not yeah, consuming yeah, new things, right? Like Yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest things for people too. Yeah. Everyone loves new things, right? You don't. <laughs> and it's yeah. so much easier to yeah. <laughs> go to Ikea or something. Then you got to build it. And <laughs> <laughs> Try to figure out the instructions. <laughs> but I like that better because when you have to find something that's secondhand, then you get to customize it too and it's more creative. And then it just feels like more your own. Is that how you feel about the bus too? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The bus definitely feels like our own. (laughs) Yeah. How did you guys like learn to do all this? Yeah. (laughs) Like like, it seems like such a big undertaking. I don't know what your undergrads are in or anything like that or education, but like, how did you learn how to change to the sustainability in the bus form? Yeah. So Eric's an engineer. Okay. Um, I I went through kinesiology uh, and worked in that for a while, but now I'm I'm working as a like a general contractor. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. I mean, like, I work with my hands all day and yeah. that kind of thing. But a lot of it is just kind of as you go, like, like how do we do this? Like, we can look up a few YouTube videos yeah. and ju- then just try it. Like, there's definitely things that we've done and been like, okay, well, that didn't work. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. like, do we, we just wasted an entire yeah. weekend on that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I guess that's how you learn. Yeah. 
I know you guys are planning to travel from Alaska to Argentina and the goal is to kind of spread awareness about sustainability. So what's your plan going forward? Like how are you going to spread this message other than just like physically driving? Are you like booking presentations or stuff like that? Yeah, we'll be, doing, we'll be doing talks at universities awesome. on the way down. Um, there's a whole bunch of things that are in the works. Like we're going to try and have like a vegan cooking sort of uh, series as well, like with uh, like higher profile chefs from like cool mm-hmm. restaurants, uh, like on the way down. Um, we're in the process of finding a charity that we want to back as well. Um, you want uh, yeah, we're kind of specifically looking at um, organizations doing work with sustainability. Um, like some of the ones that are kind of interesting are doing um, like uh, renewable energy in um, like South America and Central America. So we're hoping that maybe we could uh, like do stuff with them when we're down there. Um, so that's one thing that we're looking at. But uh, yeah, I think like we're just hoping that by doing this that we're going to kind of be able to create some like inspiration um for sustainability that can be this fun thing like um yeah Mm -hmm. that like through our adventure people will um you know yeah want to join us like not limiting like i think that's one of the main things for people even with veganism Mm -hmm. it's like how do you make it so that not i don't feel like i'm missing out on something yeah Yeah. we're actually talking about that on the way up like trying to create a like there needs to be a culture where it's like when you're switching over to this kind of thing, you're not losing things, you know, like you're, you're gaining, you're moving across. Like, you're Mm -hmm. not, it's not like as much of a sacrifice as people think that it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's probably part of the battle that you guys are going to face is the misconception that it is a big loss for people. And I think that's also something that you face with veganism Mm -hmm. too. People think you're going to miss meat so much, but you end up not really missing it Mm -hmm. that much. So it'd be very interesting to see how people take to it. I'm very intrigued to see. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I mean, we talked about going vegan and like quitting cold turkey versus like doing it gradually. So maybe with sustainability, like there's baby steps you can take every day. You can be working towards making changes that actually make a difference. Do you guys have some go-to things that you tell people to start with? Oh, I mean, uh, I've never actually been asked that question, but I mean, I guess just trying to reduce plastic, like, is one, um, or I don't know, take public transit, like, just challenge yourself to do that more often than, or, like, bike, just not use your car, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, challenge yourself to do those things, I think, is probably, like, the first step. Yeah. First step's to read about it. Yeah. Just read about it, and, like, and and be aware of it, you know, like, when you start to read and you start to learn about it, like, you, you gain, like so much awareness right that you gain like it it becomes present in your mind all the time so Mm -hmm. and then from there it's easy to make all these choices right Mm -hmm. yeah I think once you know the impact it has like you look at your disposable coffee cup and you're like wow this could have been avoided so easily and I'm causing all this damage by doing it and then you start making that connection I think so I I think research is like the most important Mm -hmm. step even with veganism I think it's the same with pretty much everything Mm -hmm. you just need to know the impact you're having And I think you kind of touched on it too. It's just like having resources. Like you had him and like I had Catherine for veganism. So I think even just like what you guys are doing, you're becoming a resource for people. And I like the way you're doing it like as an adventure to make it interesting because you don't just sit there and tell people about it. Like you're actually going to live it. Is that, do you feel like that's like your big mission to just lead by example? For sure, yeah. I think that is definitely one aspect that we're, we're working towards yeah is is being that like role model for it um it definitely helps me actually be better at it to be honest Mm -hmm. like a lot of the time I'm like when I'm you know thinking about you know like I'm 
it's late at night and I'm maybe like I want like a cheese pizza or something it's like well you know but I want to be that uh that role model that example so then you don't so mm -hmm. yeah. definitely helps keep you accountable when like you're starting to get like a little bit more recognized and like Definitely. Like, I couldn't go out and get a burger right now. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'd be too afraid of, like, someone seeing me getting a burger. I'm the same way, though, because my boyfriend's not vegan. So when I go grocery shopping, like, I can't really put meat in my cart right now. Because what if someone knows me? It's so weird. Yeah. But that, that accountability is good. Yeah. It is good, for it. sure. Like, it's very and, to have. like, people, like, people are going to slip up and stuff, right? But, like, it's... Just to have that extra, like, it's just one extra thing pushing you towards your greater goal. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about resources, like having each other as resources and stuff. What other resources, whether it be like online or something that you've come across that if someone doesn't have that person who's very into sustainability, can they go to to find more information about it? Like, do you guys know any good websites or anything like that? Or even podcasts or YouTubers and stuff? I think you, uh, you interviewed Avra. She's, yes, uh, she's got the love wild live free yeah um I, going through her website it's like it's a great kind of one-stop shop for for everything sort of vegan mm -hmm. like uh you guys have a very similar like sort of uh i guess website as well right like where it's like there's you know articles on on like reducing waste and like and then recipes and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. then the podcast and and your youtube channel and like that kind of thing like these kind of websites are awesome for it, right? Because it's, you don't have to go far. Like yeah. you, you go one place and there's all these like stories, and recipes mm -hmm. and resources mm -hmm. for you. I mean, there's a lot of like vegan ones. Are there many sustainability ones? Um, I found a lot of sustainability um, pages about like, um, i.e. like making uh, your own like detergent and that kind yeah. of thing. I don't have them off the top of my okay, head though yeah. right now, but... Um, like, yeah, you can definitely find it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any one in particular that I've mm -hmm. used. I think the Cowspiracy website has a lot okay. of good information. Um, but uh, no, not like any like one thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just means that you guys get to become that, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Pave the way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. exciting. We've got the website in the works too. So awesome. ideally we'll be able to use that as a platform. I really like the idea that now with the internet, you can just like spread your message and create content that inspires people and actually makes things happen, right? It's not impossible anymore. Anyone can do it. Now, um, you have your Instagram, I know for sure. Do you plan on documenting through video, like doing YouTube videos throughout and everything too? Um, we're not exactly sure if it's going to be YouTube okay. videos, but like we've been like filming like the build and yeah. we plan on like documenting awesome. the trip pretty well. Yeah, for sure. That's we actually it. just met with the... Uh, like a video producer today who kind of told us or showed us like like what kind of content to capture and when we should be capturing content because mm -hmm. neither of us have any experience mm -hmm. yeah. like filmmaking yeah. at all mm -hmm. right so it's like it was helpful just to kind of get that perspective in the way that he like looks at things like yeah. so yeah we're definitely planning on having some video content awesome. coming. that's so exciting <laughs> those were like my favorite videos too the ones that like kind of document a journey almost yeah. it's way more interesting yeah. and then people are gonna get interested in you guys and then interested in the movement and it's just this awesome spiral yeah. effect yeah that's the idea <laughs> <laughs> um so i know you guys partnered up with avra love wild live free and vegan social events and you're planning on launching at one of her events um can you tell us a bit more about that launch and everything and what you plan on doing for it i think the idea is we're gonna have like um some like 
yoga, that kind of thing, food. Um, there'll be some vendors. Um, we're hoping to have somebody do some music on top of the bus. Nice. Uh, we have like a, a patio on, on the actual top of it. That's so, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, we're still working out a lot of it, but I like really, really excited for it. I think it's going to be great. So an official launch date. Is it the official launch date? Yeah, that well, so we won't be leaving then, yeah. uh, but it'll be like our first like actual unveiling yeah, of the bus yeah. and like people awesome. will be able to come in and check it out and ask us questions and see what it's what it's like. So. Exciting. Do you have a date that you're leaving yet or you don't know? I think July 8th is our like that's kind of what we've been counting down on mm. our board um, is so I think it's like 78 days to go. Wow. Yeah. For a two year journey, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. that's. Quite a lot of planning that has to go into that. (laughs) And is it is it going to be just you two traveling on the bus, or we'll have people join us along the way? uh, But for the entire time, yeah, it'll just be the two. Well, and our two dogs. That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) Best bus ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, my girlfriend is also going to be coming for like as much as she can. She's still in school, um, and she's actually going to be coming with us at the beginning because. There's uh, the Mackenzie River um, that we're both going to be doing a four-week canoe trip on, um, and it just kind of gets us to the very top of Canada. She'll be driving the bus to meet us there because we can't drive drive the bus and paddle a canoe at the same time. So So what is that route? Do you guys have the route planned on where you're going over the course of two years? Like the stops, the key stops in mind? Um, Yeah, we have kind of a rough outline of what Mm -hmm. it's going to be. Like we figure that some of it's going to change as we go and we learn like, you know, people tell us, oh, you should go here, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But in general, yeah, we're going up to sort of Hay River, Northwest Territories. We'll be doing the Mackenzie River, which is like a four-week canoe trip, which we're both super excited about. We both worked as canoe trip leaders like for years so it's like thing so then we'll be up uh, basically like in the Arctic and then we'll uh, be in Alaska going down the entire coast um, through Central America um, down the coast again back up uh, once we get to Argentina the goal is to get to uh, Ushuaia is that yeah, I think it's like Ushuaia. Ushuaia. It's basically like the farthest south that you can actually drive. So ah, that's, um, cool. that's the that's the goal is to get there. Awesome. Yeah. How did you decide on this route? Or you just kind of uh, we I think we like like the symbolism of Alaska to Argentina, mm-hmm. like like A to A, top to bottom. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and so that was just kind of the idea, and we figured we we gotta drive across Canada. Like we gotta you know mm-hmm. see Canada. Um, and we want, yeah, we just wanted to go from top to bottom and the best way to go to the top and experience Canada is probably to paddle the longest river in Canada, (laughs) (laughs) which ends at the top. (laughs) So is there a place you're most excited for? Like, I don't know how much traveling you guys have done before this, but is there a place that you're really looking forward to visiting? I haven't been to any of the places that we're going. I think Uh I was in BC when I was like very young, but, Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm most excited for Alaska and Patagonia, which are sort oh. of the top and the bottom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, I mean, Alaska's all of it. Alaska's going to be yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. Alaska. For me. Yeah. yeah. Alaska. Yeah. So, like, almost the beginning of the trip. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but, like, I mean, it's so hard to, like, say I'm more excited for this yeah. than mm-hmm. I am for this because, like, it's all going to be so different. Yeah. And I feel like when you travel, you just come across things that you just wouldn't expect in places. So, you just find little things to love about every place yeah yeah 
Uh, that's I'm so jealous of you guys. That's <laughs> like the most amazing trip. Ever. You guys will have to come visit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Round two of this podcast, like on maybe the bus? Yeah. on the bus. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just plugged a future yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you plan on doing with the bus after you're done oh, this yeah. two-year journey? <laughs> um, well, I think right now, ideas. yeah, yeah. Uh, we kind of maybe think we would get a piece of land up north somewhere, like. Uh, kind of where we both did like canoe tripping mm-hmm. and it could just be like a cottage like that's nice. kind of what we're That'd thinking so about cool. um Maybe. yeah yeah we'll see see how the trip goes maybe we'll never come back <laughs> <laughs> just keep traveling around yeah. in a bus it'd be amazing maybe maybe <laughs> anything I... else you want to plug at all anything i mean yeah follow us on instagram yeah. facebook twitter all of the social medias that'd be great super we're, helpful we'll get the website up soon all right Get, get a I think we have sustainabus.com yes right? yeah it'll be sustainabus.com awesome. yeah well that's all for this episode of TMG Unfiltered thank you so much for listening and thank you to Michael and Eric for joining us today be sure to check them out they are sustainabus on social media if you follow us on social media we're two marker girls we'll be sure to plug their social media to share the love uh, if you like this episode be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes and we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah. Bye.